The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast With Dusha and the Golden Disc getting closer and closer to the Arcane Tower, the rest of the party make their way through the sewers to the Keep of Gauntful Grim. Be prepared for our newest edition. Dungeon Crawl Legacy of the Mad Mage Coming soon to the Arcane Dice Podcast. All this, and more on this week's episode. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode of the Arcane Dice Podcast. So, last week, you guys uh, broke into Gauntlegrim. Well, you didn't really break in. You guys just kind of walked in. We were invited. We had we had a day pass, right? Yeah, yeah. You had uh, you guys were invited in. You had your your wrestlers passes. Uh, you guys disguised up, uh, and then uh, being early morning, you guys decided to break off and kind of go explore uh, the city there. Uh, so Dusha, or uh, I guess, uh, you guys had talked with Mortor for a bit about, uh, the goings-on of Gauntlegrim in the castle, and you guys learned of where, uh, the king's advisor was taking those golden runes, uh, that were being made all around the city. Uh, you guys found out that they were... Uh, magical in nature, you found out the school of magic. Uh, I believe all of you were reading up on some of the stuff here, and it all had to do with uh, transferring power in the deities. Yeah, I also was just planning on like stealing the book. You are going to try stealing the books. What, is, what have you yeah. become? <laughs> Um, pursuit of knowledge, like, includes any sacrifice. If I'm gonna steal a book, because I need to steal a book, I'm gonna do it. Maybe I'll borrow it, and then it'll just relocate at a different library, like mine. Yeah? Like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While you were at the library, Douchey, you had gone in and, uh, found where they were taking these, uh, golden arcane symbols uh, snuck up into the pant leg of one of the people walking in and entered kind of that back room of the castle, uh, the place that Mator uh, had heard people calling it the arcane tower or tower of the arcane, sorry. Uh, That sounds so dirty. Sneaking up a pant leg. It was totally consensual. Is it consensual if they don't know about it? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, you, uh, uh, Matt, you came in like a dirty, 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 dirty mouse. A rat. Dirty rat. Mouse, thank you very much. You dirty rat. You, you killed, killed my, my brother. brother. Oh, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> I think it was Mortor. Were you the one following... Um, uh, where they were taking the the civilians away uh, to the primordial. Yeah, Primordia. I I followed the uh, I followed the blacksmith uh, that was being led away. I saw and him get adjusted a golden rune. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I thought we were like sneaking that. through a secret passageway out of the tavern because the advisor had put like a bounty on our heads. Yeah, we well, went after there. after uh, a certain stormy stormbearer decided to have a was it a battle of wits with the uh, the very mage we are, or not mage the uh, advisor we were looking for and not a battle of wits at all. I was just watching them. That's it. Yeah, just just watched as they went by. Uh, but uh, the advisor had or was able to read uh, Stormbearer's mind, yes, uh, and learned of what you guys were doing here. Uh, remember that uh, he showed the faces of what you guys last looked like. Uh, so Mortor in his disguise, Stormbearer, you in your disguise, uh, Dusha looking more like that half-human, half-dwarf. Uh, but uh, it is projected into your mind, so you know the images that were uh, shown around. So you know that you should probably change your looks if you have to. Uh, but yeah, we had left off with you guys escaping uh, through some back tunnels uh, through the bar you guys were at. Because it was uh, a bar that Matt Torney was loyal uh, to the king, not the advisor. Uh, so we will start off with... Uh, yeah, the party you guys traveling through uh, the Undercity. Uh, so I believe... As they avoid the Gulag. Uh, Mortor, Mator, and Ollie and Stormberry, you were all there, right? Or had Mortor arrived yet? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah, we were all there. You guys head down uh, behind the tavern, or behind the inn, down a, a wooden ladder into not quite sewers below, but just um, tunnels <laughs> running under the city. Uh, you can hear some rushing water uh, down through the, like, down the tunnels. Uh, but you take a look around, uh, and you see that this already branches off three different ways. Uh, and I need an idea of where you guys uh, would like to try and get to from under here. Uh, into the, uh, into the keep proper. All right. Uh, can someone then roll me a survival check so that way you guys can try and navigate, uh, these tunnels? I can do that. Would, because I'm there, would they get an advantage? I would think it would be Mator making the roll, wouldn't it? He's, this is his town. He he should absolutely make the roll with advantage. All right. Let's see if this, uh, genetic abnormality with dice... While, uh, yeah, no shit. While uh, oh. Stormy lives in the mountains, it doesn't sound like he's... I'm going to go with yes, because I rolled a seven on both dice, so that actually counts as double sevens, right? So that's 14. What, what, uh, what was I rolling for, Glenn? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's quite how it works. That's kind of like Monopoly rules, where you got to like roll again. No. Stormy rolled a 22. What was that, what was that rolling? <laughs> uh, it was Survival. Uh, 22 um, for Stormbear? Yeah, 22 so for Stormbear. Mine would be 9, but yeah. with a double 14, uh, that means it's uh, 26. No, I rolled a 9. Alright. Uh, with your... Nice. Uh, with you guys kind of all coming together and figuring it out, Stormbear just kind of... <laughs> it clicks for him where it needs to go, like where you guys all got to head to. Uh, and he kind of takes the lead. Uh, and takes you down the tunnels uh, to the north. Right, fool dwarf! Do you not even know your own home? We have to go this way. 
<laughs> Ooh. Um, hmm. Stormbear, you lead Mator and Ollie off down the tunnels. And, and Mortor. Mortor. Mor- yeah. No. No. Mortor gets distracted and in his head thinks he knows the right way and just yeah, heads I was, off. I was busy uh, sealing up the the entrance and yeah. uh, and you guys all like fucked off without me and I've got like shit um, depth perception and dark vision um, comparatively. Like I, I can still see but uh, it's not nearly as good. So you guys you guys picked one and apparently I picked the wrong one. Oh yeah. Mortra, you're gonna head a different direction. Uh, wow. for Ollie and Stormbear, uh, I'm gonna let you know that under here is uh, gonna be cramped for you guys. Uh, you're gonna have dex checks at disadvantage in here. Uh and yeah, you're gonna like forced to crouch and uh, keep a low profile as the sewers weren't built for the dragons. Fair enough. Um, I am I am kind of tall. That's uh, that's understandable. Yep. I guess we scrunch down. Scrunch. Right. Um. Let's see. Uh, hmm. I'm guessing let's there's no no light down here, eh? Uh, no light down here. If you need to use a torch or a glow globe, you can. Yeah, I'm going to have to light a torch. Okay. That'll make it so much easier for me to find them now. Yeah. And and yeah. other people, too. Well, right. well, I mean, maybe. All right. Uh, so let's see. Let's say you guys travel for about mm, 10 minutes before you realize it's it's way too quiet. Uh, and there's a, there's a certain voice that's not just hollering obscenities in the background All right. uh, and you turn and you look uh, and you see that Mortor is not following you guys would, would we really wait 10 minutes for that I mean probably I mean 30. enjoy the silence yeah but <laughs> uh, so he's not behind us he's not behind you damn Mortor uh, Mator do you do you know where did you see where he went? Did he follow us? Were you were you not aware of your cousin? I did notice that uh it didn't stink so much. But it was the air. Wow. Ah. We will, no, we you will have that was that was pretty smart because if I was within earshot, I would have come back with some sort of a rejoinder for that, so well done. Yeah. He saw his opportunity. Yeah. We will have to go back. We'll have to find him. Uh, so I want Mortor, uh, thinking <laughs> that you're going the right way, roll me another survival check, please. Yes. Ooh, this one's much better. Yes. Uh, whatever it is, that's the DC they're going to have to beat to find you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I have a plus five to survival, and I rolled an 18. Oh, my lord. You are very lost. I can do it. Yep. I just got to roll an 18 <laughs> or higher. That's that's all, all you right. got to do, Dave. Can you please roll me a survival check to try and find more? 
The only way I could do it is if I rolled a natty 20, but that would still only put me at 22, but it would be a natty 20. More tour. I I don't know what's left in this day, so I don't know if I'm going to use a luck or an inspiration on you. That's... uh, (laughs) (sighs) You know what? I'm I'm only lost, guys. That's that's fine. I'm probably perfectly fine. Have the party's already split. We don't need to split the party even more. Or everybody goes their own separate ways, and we solve this case in twenty minutes. <sighs> oh! Can I think back to the deep, deep, dark parts of my mind? And do I yeah. know anything about this tunnel system? Yeah, you know what? Look at that. Look at it. I'm going to send it in the chatty chat. What what did you fucking roll? I rolled an 18. Rolled an 18 for a 25. Wow. No, wait, 23. If you have a plus five and you rolled an 18, that's 23. Yes, that is how yeah. math works. Yeah. What did I say it was? 25. <laughs> oh, I thought he said 23. I heard 23. Was it 23? I don't know. I, I rolled a 23. It, either Eight, way. You 18 with you my mean. plus five. All right. Uh, and Ollie, you think back to Dwarven uh, sewer systems. Uh, and you recall an interesting fact uh, that the dwarves would oftentimes use zorns to um, clean up the waste rather than having it like wash away in, in sewers. Uh, and zorn are these uh, large elemental creatures. They've got uh, three claw-like arms and a huge mouth. I'll send you guys a picture. Uh, in the chat said, here. I was like, oh, interesting fact. What is a Zorb? <laughs> they, they I also sound... thought you said Zorb, and all I was thinking about was Buzz Lightyear. And... <laughs> they, they sound angry. <laughs> yeah, right? Zorbs. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess Stormbear will make his way, and he'll he'll be whispering Hortor! But, you know, he's a Goliath, so it's probably echoing off the uh, echoing off the sewers, yeah. Is there anything that, like, would make it so it was very clear that there's a Zorb in our near vicinity? So, like, tracks <laughs> or, like, fecal matter? Is there, like, <laughs> skin that's been, like, rubbed off against the walls or something like that? Um, like, so... It does look like they have three anuses. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, or just one. It's like a giant hole right there at the bottom of those three legs. Right? Plop. So uh, you know that Zorns can burrow through non-magical unworked earth and stone, which you see the floors made out of. Uh, and while doing so, they don't even disturb the material that they move through. Oh. Uh, oh, so they are extremely difficult to detect, uh, but you can with a successful... Um, uh, perception check. Oh, guys, I, I'm not oh. very perceptive. <laughs> I, I also may be un, un, unworked magical uh, stone or earth. I'm a little concerned. Oh. <laughs> okay, so she mentioned Zorns. I'm calling for Mortor. Um, uh, is, it, 
Is it so a perception or survival to track that? Mo- to track which? The Zorn or Mortor? Uh, we've already tracked Mortor. Yes. Uh, you're making it your way to him, uh, calling out for him. Uh, and Stormberry, you're going to hear this kind of um, wet squelching chew, we'll say, uh, kind of up ahead. Uh, Mortor, you can hear it coming from behind you. Like like the kind of wet squelching chew you would get at a birthday party? Like if a Zorn was eating a pile of waste. Oh, Not a whole bunch of people enjoying a large cake. Yes. Okay. Like a cannibal midget inside a fat guy's ribcage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Cannibal uh, midget inside a fat ribcage. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so I hear a a squelching noise. Uh, have I found the Mortor? Uh, you can probably hear him up ahead, uh, <laughs> a little past uh, the squelching. Oh, so Mortor, squelching Stormbearer scraping along the inside of this uh, this tunnel. The squelching is in between Mortor and I. So would it be like me squelching Mortor, or is it me Mortor squelching? Uh, it's like you squelching Mortor. You're going to come around the corner, and Mortor is going to be feeding one of these things poop and talking to it because he's lost and he has no one else to talk to. Right, telling him a story. Uh, Ooh, dig out the dig out the mirror and trap it. I mean, personal that you have a mirror. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> great sword out. Yep. Uh, you find it very difficult to pull your great sword out in here. Uh, okay, battle axe. Yeah, a little better. Okay, battle axe out. Uh, more sword. <clears throat> we're 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 coming. Uh, there is something between us. Perhaps these these zorns, <laughs> Ollie. <laughs> Is uh, is talking about? There's uh, the title of the episode. There's, <laughs> there's something, something be- between, between us. us. Uh, stand where you are. We are come to you. Do not try to come to us, for I fear you may run into something you may not be able to handle. And I call that out More louder than a whisper. Can handle. <laughs> That's never happened, right? Never ever happened. Well, I don't know. I think it's Stormbearer's voice calling for you. Do you stop or do you just like keep walking and hope he keeps up? Because you're still pretty confident you know where you're going. I rolled higher than a 10, so I make a good decision. So I must notice that the sound is not coming from in front of me. So I, I go, uh, hold, hold on here. Son, this isn't adding up. I thought they were, they were supposed to be over there and I'm here and I came from back in, in that <coughs> way, but that's where the noise is coming. This is all fucked up. And I'm, uh, I'm going to try and 
light this place up a little bit. So I've got, uh, oh no, fuck. That's my thaumaturgy. Ooh, but hey, I pressed digitation. Ha <laughs> um, ha! I'm going to light up the place a little bit. Yeah, you create a little flame, uh, like tip of your finger. Uh, yeah. It lights up an area around you, and you can see not um, a hulking figure, uh, but mm -hmm. it is taking up a good majority uh, of the tunnel's width. Uh, and it's just chomping down on what uh, looks to be a pile of um, human waste and, and some old food uh, that looks like it fell down from what you can see uh, uh, opening in the roof uh, of this tunnel. Much like the one you would have climbed down, just smaller, that they use mm -hmm. for waste disposal. Uh, and the Zorn is just uh, using one of its claws to pick up the food and, uh, well, it's not really food, but picks it up and he eats it anyway. He's shoving it the Zorn. into its face hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't seem to notice you, or if it does, it doesn't seem to care. That's fair. I'm, uh, I'm going to... So from the tip of my finger with the, with the little light, I'm going to kind of like shield my eyes from it, from the yep. light. So I'm not like staring through the light at the thing. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be all like, Dusha, Dusha, is that you? Dusha. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I, I think I probably figure it's going to be Dusha. You're going to befriend the like, sword and have it. You're going to just drag it along the entire time thinking it's me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, if and Dusha would just day. pick a fucking shape, we wouldn't run into this kind of problems. It really <laughs> defeats the purpose of being a druid of the moon if I pick a shape and just stick with it. That's That, that defeats the entire purpose of my existence. So yeah, but we, we, we're uh, simple people. Here's your call out to it more. Tour. Yep. Here's your call out. Uh, and it turns and it looks at you and it, with its sort of one eye and mouth. Uh, and it curiously, like, waddle turns around to face you uh, and then starts slowly making its way over to you. Uh, its arms are just kind of hanging there. It doesn't seem like it's threatening or anything. Uh, okay. It's just walking towards you. Arms are flapping beside it. Okay. I'm, uh... I can hold my finger up a little bit higher. Yep. Just so I can get like a little bit better view. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I'm basically going to uh, start telling this thing everything that happened um, prior to us coming in here. I, I'm basically back briefing Dusha. Yeah. And then and then at the end I can be all like, and you know I I have no idea how you were able to like follow us down here and everything. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I did a pretty good job sealing up our entrance. But anyway, you know what? I'm glad to see you. You know, it's good that we got, like, the whole party back together again because, you know, in these situations, it's not a great idea for everybody to go their own way. Uh, so while you do this, uh, the Zorn's claws start, like, um, prodding at you, kind of, like, lifting up your arm and flicking your beard. Uh, and they, he seems to be, like, just pulling crumbs off of you uh, and eating it. Anything loose, uh, he grabs and just, like, puts in his mouth and eats. This thing kind of grooms you like a monkey. You keep it forever. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him because, um, well, Dusha would probably look me over for, like, wounds 
if I've been out of his observation for any period of time. And I'm, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to turn around and I'm going to like lift up my beard and I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I didn't get into any scuffles or anything at all. You know what? Every time you turn into one of these fucking ridiculous looking things, I always feel like an idiot. Like I'm just, you know, talking at some stray dog or something, you know, like, you got to like put a bell around your neck or something so that we know that it's you. Do I notice that this is definitely not Dusha? <laughs> uh, you notice it's a Zorn and it seems to be pretty friendly with uh, Mortor and Mortor is talking to it like it's Dusha. I don't think it's Dusha. <laughs> This too friendly uh, is roll, Dusha. <laughs> roll me, roll me an insight check, please. Can I have everyone roll me an insight check, please? We know it's not Dusha. No, Do we you? don't know that. Ooh. Actually, I guess I saw a vision of like where Dusha was because he was running into insight? the caves. Uh oh, boy! Oh wait, no, that's a twelve. It's not a two. Is that another okay. seven, Morley? You said uh, insight. Well, that one's a seven. My previous one was a one. Yes, but Matt, I I've rolled done a fourteen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and it was investigation or insight. 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 Oh shit! Seven plus nine. Yeah, mine's a mine's a sixteen. Wow, you real insightful. Which is surprising. Right. Wisdom. Right? I got a seven. I'm wise. I'm not intelligent. What? <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. All right, uh, Mator. What did you get? Uh, nineteen. Nice. Wow. Okay. Uh, and Stormbear. Seven. Seven. <laughs> the yeah, the dice you. are not yeah. hot tonight. I got a 14. <laughs> the first number I had didn't include my multiplier. Mortor? Uh, you recognize that uh, something's off about this Zorn. Uh, it's it's way too friendly to have been Dusha. Dusha probably would have hit you or mm-hmm. something. Uh, um, uh, and the Zorn goes back to just like eating the trash. Uh, cleaning up the waste, uh, and as more like falls down the little tube onto it, it just like mm-hmm. scoops it up into its mouth and starts eating. Uh, same with you, Mator. You know that these are Zorin down here. You know that this. Uh, I mean, being here the last little while, um, you recognize this is just an ordinary Zorn. Uh, you know that they are not threatening. Uh, that they're just down here and happy to clean up the waste. Uh, and so long as they're being fed, they're rather pleasant to be around. Great. Yeah, so they'll just ignore you if you ignore them. Uh, Ollie, uh, you're unsure if this is due share or not. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you're not 100% sure. It could be due share. Maybe he had like a love spell cast on him or something. Like, <laughs> I would, I'm sure I would have told the them. I'm sure I would have told them. Uh, you know, when we came around the corner and saw them, they'd be like, sorry, I just don't bother it. It will bother you and all that kind of jazz. All right. Yeah. Give everyone the heads up. About them. All yeah, that all right. jazz. Uh, so as you guys sort out uh, the Zorn, the uh, um, where you guys are and the right way to go, uh, as you guys sort that out, we're going to jump to Dusha for a bit here. And, uh, Dusha, you, you hopped into this guy's boot, who was following the king's advisor, and I believe they were carrying one of those, uh, golden runes, uh, that they had forged. They were indeed. And, uh, 
as they get past the door, two of the guards close it up, stay behind, uh, and you're led down um, a twisting hallway, uh, lefts, rights, uh, but you see that uh, the area around you is a lot more roughly carved uh, than the castle proper before it. Uh, this looks like it was pretty hastily dug out, um, and you can see some side tunnels uh, that lead off, but most of them have a couple boards across them, uh, signifying that there is nothing important down there. Uh, but you follow them, and you uh, kind of at a steady incline uh, before you begin to hear uh, the heavy pounding of uh, falling water into like a lake, uh, and you can hear the rush uh, of that, like a waterfall. Uh, and as the boot continues, you can stay in this form for quite a while, can't you? A couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, you travel down um, for about 20 minutes uh, through these winding passageways uh, before it comes to a grand uh, cavern out above. And I'm assuming like you're peeking out, just kind of keeping an eye on where you're going. You betcha I'm riding his boot side. Like. Yeah. Uh, you get to the cave mouth opening, uh, and there's a ledge that goes out about 30 feet, and it has a... Uh, a small, like, one-foot rock barrier, uh, just to show where the edge is. Uh, and out below, out below uh, you can see an absolutely enormous cavern. Uh, you can't quite make out the back side of it, uh, but in the center, you can see a huge uh, geyser just kind of going in the opposite direction from ceiling to the uh, down below. Uh, and these bioluminescent, um, they kind of look like jellyfish. Uh, floating around it. Um, and the the walls of this cavern uh, look like they've partially been carved uh, to create this massive, uh, almost perfectly circular cavern. Uh, and you can see vines and plant life crawling along the sides of it. And as you step out onto the balcony, you can see both uh, to your left and to your right uh, a massive 15-foot-wide uh, stone staircase leading both up and down uh, the left heading down in a spiral uh, every 30 or 40 feet down you can see another one of these balconies uh, and it leads inwards into the mountain uh, picture like a giant sphere down like a giant upside down tower in the mountain uh, with a staircase going around and at each level uh, it enters deeper into the mountain uh, and it looks to be about uh 15 to 18 layers or levels uh, down as the guard gets near the edge of the um, the balcony and he takes a peek over. You're talking uh, stories, and, right? Kind of thing? Yeah, stories. Uh, just down. Uh, as the guard goes and peeks over, uh, the advisor snaps over to him uh, to mind his own business and hurry up and carry... Uh, this uh, artifact down uh, and the advisor uh, creates well, no, he's just going to cast levitate on himself uh, and step off the edge and float down to the level he's uh, needed at uh, and you realize he could probably have done that with uh, the golden arcane symbol uh, but he makes these guards haul it down uh, step by step now uh, how far do you want to stay on are you planning on staying on all the way? Or have you seen enough? Uh, what do you want to do? 
<clears throat> well, these guards are going to take a while to get down. Uh, how many stories was that? Uh, 20, about 18. You said 18? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take them a while hauling this giant golden thing between the two of them to make it all the way down. But oh. as I'm going, I'm going to uh, I'm going to tap my ear and tune back into uh, uh, Ollie. Because it's telepathic and I don't need to have a mouth that functions like a human mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only there's giant cavern inside with giant spear-like power upside down. Looks to be about over a dozen stories tall, maybe two dozen. Well, stalactites uh, are very common in caves. What? It's not stalactite. Is giant tower, not 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 stalactite. It's not same thing. With giant waterfall and floating jellyfish. No, I am not high. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You get, you get general, a message from Peach out of nowhere. And then I'm going to send another message that's going to be separate with the actual directions for how, like, I've been counting doors as we go through. Yeah. Uh, do you want a survival check from me just to make sure I'm actually not lost? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, damn it, I should have said anything. Uh, survival, where are you? Oh, I got tons of that. Hmm. Yesterday... That guy was not rolling well, so we're going to go with purple today. <sighs> That's a 7 plus 13 in survival, so it's a not natural 20. Seven. I rolled a <laughs> fucking 7. Apparently that's the dice number for... 13 in survival? Yeah. Uh, so uh, the path down is uh, pretty easy, actually. It's all just uh, the main tunnel uh, once you're through the doors, because all the other passageways are blocked off. Uh, so there's... Very little chance of them uh, getting lost unless they decide to go off the beaten track. I get the yeah, sense but, that these uh, guys don't go off the beaten track very frequently. Uh huh. Yeah, they definitely stick to the stick to the plan. Uh, but uh, you let I guess inadvertently let them know that you are through those doors and now deep into the uh, Tower of the Arcane. Deep, deep, deep undercover. Uh, so I guess that gives you guys an idea of where you should uh, could head to, uh, if that's what you want to do. Well, if Mantor can do an actual survival check for getting them to the sewage system directly under that doorway, maybe he can just use the sewage system to follow it in. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to survival check? I don't know. I'm survival just... check. Well, Ollie's going to have to relay this to oh, you. Oh, yeah. Ollie's going to have to relay I rolled a 19, so that's 21. Let's hope Ollie decides to relay that information. I like how she's just sitting there staring at us with a beer. I'm trying to... <laughs> no, I'm just wondering if like they notice. Because I feel like once Dusha starts talking to me, Ollie's just going to stop and stare into space. Just like at the wall. On yeah, horses. just like stop and like. <laughs> I I totally notice, and I'm I'm gonna give Stormy one of these into the, like the upper thigh. Like I give him a give him an elbow, and I'm gonna point over at Ollie, and say, <laughs> I I don't know about you, but it looks like she's making that face that you make when it looks like you're taking a shit in your pants. Like I'm. I'm pretty familiar with those faces. I've I've made one of those a time or two myself, and 
All it looks like they're shitting their pants. Oh man, I thought you were gonna make a comment. Is like, do you think his brain is like finally like pushing up against his skull? Like. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mortor, Ollie is a smarter person than us. Ollie thinks and and learns from books. <laughs> so perhaps Ollie and is thinking of the plan for letters and numbers to get us into the tunnel. Uh, we are not thinkers, Mortor. We are doers. After the conversation? But, like, we... Given the directions that Dusha has given me, I don't really know how to get out of the caves and where the ca- these cave sewer system t- tunnels are going to spit us out. But I am going to explain what Mator is looking at to see if he knows how we can get there. All right, yeah, you can describe it to Mator, who rolled excellently on his survival check. Uh, and he is able to piece together uh, that Dusha has gone into the Tower of the Arcane. Uh, and he knows of a way to get you close to those doors, but there is no way to get from the sewer system uh, back there. Uh, so you can lead them to the keep, uh, lead them up in or inside, and then to uh, those doors. Uh, but I need to know what you guys want to do in preparation for getting there. Uh, like, is there any spells you want to have prepped? Do you want to, I don't know, change your look? <laughs> well, I'm a nine-foot-tall Goliath. It's hard to change your look. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's like slapping lipstick on a pig, right? That's, uh, there's really nothing. You could dress up as Ollie, and Ollie could dress up as you, and they'd never know. Right? They would be confused. Uh, I thought that guy was taller, and that guy was shorter. I I can go in as Thunder. (laughs) Yeah, do it. That'd be great. I have. Go into battle as Thunder, yes. I mean, that's really the only thing I have. The only costume I have right now is is thunder. Like I can go in as thunder. I don't. I don't think that will make a difference. But meta meta question for Stormy: Did you see any other Goliaths when you entered this place? I don't. I don't. Aside know. from Ollie. In a dwarven fortress? No. Here's no, my question: I mean, We're we're not common. That's like most of us just stay on our mountaintops. This this is what I'm getting at. It's a I have my bag of holding with all of my magical items. What if I catch up bottled the map of programmed illusion at myself? Uh, yeah, you can cast it on yourself. Guys, I have an idea. And I'm going to look at Mortar and be like, you need to not be yourself for five seconds. And I'm going to take the map of programmed illusion out of my bag of holding and I'm going to bippity boppity boop myself on the head. Do you keep saying map? Eh. Or <laughs> bag the of holding. Wand. The wand, wand of programmed illusion? I, I heard map a couple times too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah, too. She, she I thought it was saying map. And, and so I have a little drawing of a map. Herself. I was yeah, looking at it. Yeah, seven right in your face. But uh, Ollie is smarter than us, so if it's a map, it's a map. Who are we to argue? 
Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, like, I'm thinking about like the Cinderella thing where, like, the fairy godmother like sparkles all over the top of their head. Fairy godmother still didn't use a map. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say she she used a wand though, Chase, not a map. You gotta map up those magics. I don't know. Uh, all I think right, Mortar's got well, an idea for something. Uh, I need you to. What would, what would creativity fall under? Hmm. Roll me a performance check. No, nothing but that. Oh God. <laughs> performance. Can we, oh. like this this Wanda programmed illusion? Is it is it one illusion that can be applied? <clears throat> excuse you me. You still have no idea how it works. We haven't got yeah, a, no. a magic user who's. They're, they're they're just testing it out. They're just okay. seeing what happens. Not... That's why I'm having this role the right okay. magic type okay. to actually understand how to use it. Something random right. happens every single time. Alright, Ollie, what was your performance check? Oh, God. He's going to turn into a Zorn. <laughs> so, uh, my performance is already at a minus one. And I rolled a five. So, so four. That's, uh, that's not good, eh? So, you now look like uh, a map. Because of how the Wanda program works, as you point it towards yourself and activate it, your utter lack of imagination has you illusion yourself into yourself. You've just put <laughs> an illusion of Ollie over Ollie. Well. But but how, how Ollie perceives themselves, though? The exact same. I'm very literal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 Honestly, Ollie, none you know, of you even like a... noticed that it happened. As far as Ollie's concerned, the wand is faulty. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do like a spin and be like, well, how do I look? You're convinced uh, it works. <laughs> I, you, um, uh, I, I really like what you did with your eyes. Yeah, like, like all up in like that area there. Were you That's supposed good. to change? Do I look the same? <laughs> Does this wand make me look fat? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, hey. I don't think it's going to make a difference, but uh, yeah, Stormbearer will swap out his uh, fur bottoms for his uh, thunder bottoms. Okay. Uh, Mortor, when you see uh, Stormbearer getting dressed up as Thunder, do you start uh, getting into lightning? Yep. I, I absolutely yeah. do. Yeah. Yes. If I love goes, going into battle. This is going to be beautiful. Yeah. If one goes, we both go. Now, Mortor, right. you would have had my clothing, because we actually made clothing for my guy as well. I didn't just use illusion. Yep. You could always put on like a pair of like they'd be uh what are those called the cutoff pants the capris yeah on to ollie <laughs> they might like fit around super, one leg su super tight yeah i'm not Let's short see. and she's not or he's not super tall for a goliath so like yeah, i said he's a lot wider it'd be snug it, it, it'd be super snug i'm still yeah. just under eight feet tall Mm -hmm. You say I'm not six. super tall for a Goliath, but like, can I yeah. um, but I'm can I take tall. a look at this uh, this wand of programmed illusion? 
Yep. Okay. Roll me an arcana Can check. You? Figure Hello? it out. Like. Fine. He's gonna he's gonna <gasps> poke himself in the eye with it. Guys, 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 guys! I got a twenty. I got a twenty. I love poke. Okay, so you, you know it's going to be a bad night when Mortor is rolling better than you. Here's my plan. I, I want to turn the Zorn into Ollie. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Okay, so I, I like shake it all up. Get I get like. I'm looking at Ollie, I'm looking at the Zorn, I'm looking at Ollie, Zorn, Ollie, Zorn, Zorn, Ollie, Ollie, Zorn. And I catch up, bottle it. And now Ollie is hunched over, shoveling garbage. <laughs> Into his mouth. <laughs> and I have another costume idea for Ollie. <laughs> okay, I'm like, oh, and you, you know what? It looks like it works, you just need like like have a brain cell of like imagination and you should be good to go. So I'm not saying that this is wasted on you, but like maybe you should stick to like more realistic, like literal interpretations of things. This is how I got everything out of the Dorfern ship was with the wand of programmed illusion. Nobody knows the door knew the door was open. <laughs> Until the fire started. Is that not the boat you burnt <laughs> down? After the fire started. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure many dwarves would be unconcerned about an open door when their boat is burning. It's true. This is true. Do you think a cook's utensils also include like a chef's hat? Yeah. Absolutely. It's mandatory. Can I take my quill and my bottle of ink and draw like a French mustache on myself and take off my captain's hat <laughs> and put on the cook's hat? Yeah, you can absolutely roll me a performance check. All of Ollie's disguises consist of, consist of him just rapidly changing out hats. <laughs> the hat is what makes a person. God. You don't look at the person, you look at their hat. Right? Guys, I'm really bad at this. Uh, I rolled a two, which makes that a one. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a Charlie Chaplin mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very offensive to but the like, A mustache, nonetheless. I didn't appear like a mustache. That's, That's pretty true. impressive for a Goliath, though. They can't he grow hair. Forced a mustache to grow. Yeah. Clearly, I'm not a Goliath. <laughs> yeah. No Goliath. <laughs> no Goliath here. You see this? This is totally facial hair. <laughs> Look how long and luxurious it is, you know? <laughs> it was a toss-up between that or, like, a scratchy goatee. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I feel singled out here. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> it is missing something. Ollie, just a moment. And uh, I'm going to look at Mortor. And uh, well, I'm I'm going to I gotta I gotta trim, uh, just kind of like the quick little look over there, and then wha, I'm going to trim some of his uh, hair off. How dare you! And uh, quick, Mortor, your 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 costume glue, and I'm going to glue that mustache onto Ollie. Some spirit gum. Yeah. 
All right. You, all you now have a stark white bushy mustache over top of your Charlie Chaplin uh, mustache. <laughs> You've got a Einstein mustache? Yeah. Oh, like no, man. Uh, more more walrusy. Yeah. Yeah. More, yeah, more Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to you about diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Quaker Oats are good for me. Good for you. Right. Good for everybody. As you guys uh, get your costumes in order uh, and begin to head towards the castle, uh, Dusha, uh, your two yes. guards reach a landing uh, only two floors down, two stories. Uh, and they, they lean the magic uh, rune up against the side of another one of those uh, large cave opening doorways, like archways, sorry. Uh, and they, they pull out some water skins and they take a little break uh, from hauling this thing down. I am happy to uh, sit and listen and try to... Uh... I've been learning Dwarvish from Mortor. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to demortarize yeah, we're gonna it. We're going to have that intelligence check, please. Right. Fantastic. Just what I wanted to do right now. All right, that one had not done well either. So we're going to go back. All right, buddy. <laughs> Come on, give me something. Give me something. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, rolled a 13. And intelligence check is a plus five, so 18. 18, all right. That is oh, wait, that's a saving throw. That's a saving enough, throw. Of their, enough of their conversation. Uh, so as they sit around and they pass their water skin back and forth, uh, you hear them idle chatter a little bit about uh, kind of the goings-on of the city. They, they ask each other about their families and whatnot. Uh, and then uh, they guffuffle a little bit about having to haul this thing down and how uh, the advisor couldn't just help out. It would take them like no t- trouble at all uh, to haul this thing down. Uh, but then they, uh, they just kind of sit there for a minute uh, before one asks the other uh, if they heard about another one of their comrades, uh, let's say Ivan's company, uh, that was sent to the south. Uh, and the other dwarf looks a little puzzled, uh, and he says he hasn't heard about it. What happened? Uh, and he says, uh, does the whole my cousin's brother's third wife uh, twice removed uh, said that uh, her kid was in Ivan's company, uh, and they were ambushed by uh, a horde of undead, uh, enough so that even there, a uh, sizable company was uh, overrun and only a few managed to escape. Uh, and then they ask about how far it was. Uh, and he says only a few weeks from here. Uh, but he's heard of a few other bands uh, and some of the mercenaries that the king has hired also have just been sent south, uh, seemingly on uh, a wild goose chase only to be attacked uh, by a horde of undead Uh seems to be making its way towards the city. So this is all outside of Gontelgrim itself? Yes, yeah, a few weeks away. Well, at least it's a few weeks away. Um, just uh, 
a bit of a back play there. Uh, language was the the guy there. What's his name? The advisor speaking to the dwarves when he mm-hmm. told them to take a take the long walk down. He, I'm sorry. What's the question? The the advisor when he told these two dwarves to carry this gold thing down rather than floating it for them. What language yeah. was he using? Common or dwarvish? Dwarvish. Okay. So he's a well-educated son of a bitch, eh? Yes. No. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out with them for uh, a while longer, see where they're leading this thing, because I want to see where they're installing this, is basically where I'm headed. All right. Uh... So you sit with them for, they take like a 15 minute break uh, before they continue to head their way down. Uh, and they pick this thing up again uh, uh, and start hauling it down. Uh, they head down a couple more floors, uh, this time managing four uh, before taking a break. Uh, and again, they lay down the golden emblem and pull out their skins and pass it around. And they sit and they, they idle chatter about some gambling that happened uh, a few weeks past and the wins and losses and just idle guard stuff. Uh, but then, uh, again, there's that archway here on the landing uh, that leads to uh, a tunnel uh, deeper inside uh, the mountain. And as they're sitting there talking, uh, you begin to hear this sizzling pop sound, uh, kind of like uh, acid burning through something. Uh, just very loudly, uh, coming from down the tunnel. Uh, This stops both their guards uh, almost immediately as they kind of start to stand up and take a look uh, down the tunnel. But uh, I believe you have dark vision too, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Uh, You look down and all you can see is darkness, even with the the illumination of the the jellyfish-like creatures hovering around the... Uh, guys are flowing down. Oh, here I was going to make a joke, uh, and it was like, a Zorn that looks like Ollie pops out. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> all you hear is that uh, sizzle pop, sizzle pop, uh, coming from down the tunnel. And one guard turns to the other, kind of gives him a jab uh, with the, the long stick he's been using to carry the, the golden emblem. And uh, he says, go down, take a look. <laughs> uh, the other one... <laughs> The other one turns and smacks him with his stick, and he says, no, you first. Uh, and they kind of just give each other a little nod before they both start to uh, uh, to head down into the tunnel. Uh, about this time, uh, the rest of you will be reaching the keep proper. Uh, Matt Tor, you will have led them up to a nearby stairwell that leads uh, to the floor uh, right outside where the two... Uh, where those double doors that lead into the, the Tower of the Arcane are. Uh, do you have a plan for getting past the guards that are there? And you know that there's going to be two of them. Um, I'm going to go with no, other than I can probably <laughs> approach from like one side and like draw them over, maybe uh, uh, offer them a, a drink from... Uh, from a flagon or something like that. Our costumes and then, uh, are clearly flawless, and we do not need to hide. 
Yeah, the area is restricted. Ooh. I wouldn't be cramped in this hallway, right? Uh, no, once inside the keep proper, it opens up to uh, quite a bit larger. It, w- it would be spacious, even for you. Uh, Dwarves aren't big. What if we just capture them in the bag of holding? Or the mirror. Shake them around a little bit. J- yeah, that. those are <laughs> ideas. So that is a plan. I can always, uh, I can always show him a neat trick with a bro- uh, greatsword. No, we don't want to kill him. Greatsword disappear. Do you uh, like shish no, kebab? I uh, would, I would probably go up and uh, would I, would I have rank over over them as far as uh, my military uh, ranking so kind of thing over these this guys? Is, this has been a point of contention uh, with those loyal to the king. Sometimes uh, some of the lesser ranked officials who are more heavily aligned uh, with the advisor will uh, ignore those higher up who they know are completely loyal to the king. Uh, So you should should be able to pull rank with them and are on friendly terms. uh, But you never know. They might just decide not to listen. But everyone, everyone is still uh, assuming that Mator is uh, on the up and up with uh, with the king and the advisor and stuff. Correct? Yep. Mator's there for his paycheck. <laughs> okay, then I'm uh, I'm just going to tell them um, uh, that uh, they're needed to uh, help move some things down in the forge, and uh, I the, will you could just the tell post them, until they get back. You can just tell right. them that uh, uh, the intruders were spotted. Oh, that's also a clever idea. Uh, so, Stormbear, Ollie, and Mortor, uh, do you guys stay hidden? I I think we would, wouldn't we? Yeah, I'm real yeah. sneaky. I'll stay hidden. That's like the only thing I'm good at. I mean, <laughs> when the advisor did his uh, when the advisor did his uh, message out, did he include me in it, or was it just him? He did not. I I don't think he did. No. I okay, mean, then yeah, I'll just I'll go up and tell them about uh, that the intruders were spotted in I don't know the armory or something like that, and they have to uh, they have to go and help. Give me a deception. Shit. Come on, and then Ollie, Stormbear, and more trying to stealth, please. Oh, that stealth. Fifteen plus. Uh, what is it? Deception, right? Fifteen. So yeah. sixteen total. 16 total. All right. That is going to be enough. They'll take your rank uh, in that, and they will <laughs> rush off to the armory to find the intruders. Uh, the my stealth was a 23. It was a 23. Oh. I'm real sneaky. Stormy. So I think, Just I think do I'm the, gonna... in, the <laughs> Intima sneak. <laughs> do the Intima sneak. Nobody <laughs> sees me! Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the, like, the third base coach, just tell him to, like, waving him in. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys can uh, head towards those double doors, uh, Matt Tor. You can unlock them, uh, and you guys can head on in. Yeah, Stormy. Uh, Stormy rolled a twelve. If if that makes a difference. Ooh, no, nope, that is still enough to beat a guard's passive perception, especially with being rushed. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do anything to the? Door uh, to prevent people from coming in once you reach the other side. Uh, can we can we bar it? 
You can bar it, yes. Can we bar it really high up so the dwarfs can't reach it? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, it is unfortunate. You'd have to nail it shut up there. Uh, It's built for dwarves to be able to access it. It bars over five feet. We can't reach it. Might as well turn around and go home. Um, is there any hammer and nails nearby? No, there is not. No. Okay, well, let's bar the door. Okay. Um, that always bars it from people. Do you, what's around? Do you have is your... it open inside or out? Uh, it opens inwards. Inwards. Okay. Is there is there like anything like a brazier or anything like that nearby or anything with like a pole kind of thing and a, and a, and a base? Yeah. yeah. There's okay. a couple of uh, torches and sconces on the wall. Yeah. Okay. So I want to bar it, right? But then I want to like take like a pole, like like a brazier kind of pole, like because those are usually thick with a big thing on the end of it, right? I want to take that pole yeah. and and jam it like. And I'm a strong guy, so jam it in between the crack, right? So that it can't open in. It's all jammed. There's there's no room. And they would really have hey, to fight. Roll me a strength check. Yeah. Do you really. have Do you have pitons in your Oh, oh, oh. Do, you, do you have a dungeoneering pack? Do you have a No, I have the uh I have the explorer's pack, so I don't have pitons, pitons. Uh okay, so strength check, right? Yeah, give me a strike check. Uh, okay, I already rolled you. You weren't doing so good. Roll me a fucking Don't you have advantage on strike check physical ass? If I'm raging. Uh, that would be a 20. 20, perfect. All right, yeah. Uh, it's going to be well shut. Uh, it's going to be, they're going to be hard-pressed to open this. Like, I want it, it's hard-pressed if we come this way to open it, too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a struggle for anyone to get out, either way. Okay, all right. <laughs> how, uh, uh <clears throat> excuse me, how long does it take Stormy to, like, get all this set up? Like, five minutes. Okay, at, at about, like, the four-minute, like, 48-second kind of limit, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to reach into, like, like a like a bag that I have like just on my hip, and I get to pull out like half a dozen pitons, and be like, <laughs> you, you know, it, it would have been a lot easier if we just like hammered a couple of these in there. And you know, I, I happen to know a guy with a hammer too. So, I mean, I mean, you you do you. I, I'm not saying you've done a bad job or anything. I'm just saying that you know, we had material here available. More is always better, Mortor, and I'll take those and I'll ram them in the door too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, doesn't I'll, even use a hammer. Just those like, those ones will like, go along the floor. Fist and just goes. Bam. So the so the door can't push past them. <laughs> All right. Nobody All right. nobody is, uh, is coming through this fucking secure. door. Yeah. Nothing's getting through it either way. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can uh, turn down the hallway, uh, and you'll see what Dusha did. Uh, a long, winding tunnel of roughly hewn. Uh, this isn't uh, well done. It's not carved to look pretty. Uh, you can see a couple sections uh, leading off either left and right, deeper into the mountains. Uh, but most of them seem blocked off, and you just kind of follow uh, the main route. 
Okay. Uh, uh, you guys quite a bit. Took Dusha about 45 minutes, but they were hauling uh, so a giant golden emblem. Yeah. I, I will get on to the Sending Stone, and I'm a barbarian, so I'll, I'll everybody will hear what I'm saying, right? Because I won't do it in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dusha! 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 Ridley taps the microphone. Dusha! It's Stormbearer. Dusha! It's like an old man yelling into an IKEA flip phone. Yeah. Did you stormy? Did you stay? Did you stay on the path? Did you turn off this winding path, Dusha? And I'll just kind of stare. I'm I'm currently with these two dwarves creeping down a hallway. We're all on high alert, and all of a sudden, this giant barbarian voice comes screaming into my brain. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely sounds like he's around somewhere. (laughs) Can you kind of hear Uh, his voice like echoing in the chambers? Roll me a stealth check, please. Me or Dusha? Dusha. I want to see if he can keep his composure. Uh, he is about 15, so that's that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, you're, uh, you're stealth, all right. Yeah, it's 22. Yeah, oh, I also I, I picture I picture Stormy holding the sending stone and yelling into it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what he's doing. There's the, Don't forget the tap. Like breathing the into tapping. the mic. There's yeah. there's that carving of the ear there, so he figures you just yell into the ear, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Did that the louder he yells, yells the farther it goes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly that's, how that's it works. how magic works. Yes. <laughs> Frequency fairies they carry the message. Yeah. <laughs> if only you could see the mouse, eh? They- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do should you just tell them to stay on the path? Uh, I, I would explain how we got down on the ramp, how far we went down, and where we are now proceeding, and the fact that there sounds like there is something dripping ahead of us that the dwarves are wary of that does not seem to be natural to this cavern. Right. Stormy, you don't have to yell. I can hear you. You just have to think in my name and I will hear. There is this is tunnel direction and I will give them the But the dwarves hear something here that does not seem to be natural. They are spooked. We hear dripping ahead in cavern. Keep eyes above just in case. Out. (laughs) What are are they? Are they mortuary? Are they afraid of water too? (laughs) Uh, and he says this out loud this to the right there. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Stormbear, can you roll me a survival check, please? I sure muted, Morley. Sure can. You can have advantage for this. Advantage survival check. Booyah. Ah, oh, nice. Natty 20 for 25. Very nice. Yeah, you're going to be able to oh, follow Tusha's directions. No problem. Uh, but you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so we are going to end uh, with you guys starting to make your way uh, down this huge upside down tower. I guess up, down. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Dusha, as the two guards slowly start creeping their way uh, into uh, this tunnel. Uh, one of them pulls out a torch and he starts to light it 
just yeah you have dark vision but there's something about seeing going into a dark tunnel that's just freaky so he, he lights up uh his torch and after a couple of sparks in the light uh he holds it up uh and you can see what looks to be the skeleton uh partially rotted away sorry, i guess yeah partially rotted away corpse of a dwarf uh looks like another one of the guards uh the uniform is just similar enough under what's been melted away <laughs> under what you can see to be like green goop all over him uh start crawling its way uh towards the two guards uh and both are going to start backing away uh before you start hearing some more sizzling and popping behind the dwarf uh, and you can start to see uh, more bodies begin to move uh, behind them. Uh, and that so is we're now, we've done a pincer maneuver, and we're stuck between undead. No, just undead, uh, deeper into the cavern, not open. Oh, people. okay. Yeah. Do you so see have... two dwarves' jaws drop, and then a mouse's jaw drop? Ooh. All right. Run, you fools! <laughs> Show me the meaning of haste. Well, this is, um, congratulations. You know, I'm really sad right now because I pulled a whole bunch of my water spells out of my spell list because I was like, we're going to be in a mountain. There's no water there. Uh, there's a fucking <laughs> waterfall with a lake with giant fucking jellyfish flapping around here. Although I may now have a new creature. Oh, they're called flumps. Oh, flumps. <laughs> there you go. I need to remember. Flumps. They, they sound like harmless pack. like Zorns. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I, I, love, I love the imagery of uh, a copy of Ollie eating human <laughs> waste and effluence and, and garbage. And a dwarf patrol coming on him. <laughs> yeah, and being all like, hey, you there. <laughs> you look like that guy we're supposed to try and capture. And <laughs> just be like, hmm? ow. All right, boys, take a minute. And he eats the first dwarf. Clearly ah. like a huge threat. Just starts picking like the ticks and shit off of the first dwarf. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Because they would draw swords or axes, uh, and the Zorn would feel under attack, and he would eat them. Eat them? Oh shit! I also like just thought about the fact where like the Zorn just like grabs onto their beard and just like pulling shit out and like eating it because dwarves keep their shit in the beards. Hey, it's it's not like it's a napkin, right? I mean, most dwarves are quite clean and hygienic. I thought I the whole thing about dwarves is like you just kind of keep shit in your beard.